the boys are back in town. Are you ready, well, I, Kim? I, I never left town. Oh, I've been on vacay. Vacay Dennis has had a time of his life. Hey, why don't you tell the people the super exciting event you attended the first week of your vacation? Oh, man. Uh, Some are saying the worst game ever. Really? Because I heard best. At Denver. (laughs) 9-9 going into overtime, baby. No touchdowns. I I don't want to like... This is going to sound like I'm being an asshole, but we're best friends, so you know I'm not. How much did you pay for that ticket? Oh, it was a lot. Oh, easily. It was like 220. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I oh, no. To be fair, I bought the tickets before Javante Williams' knee died. And that's True. my goddamn boy. So, and you know I what? Was... You're like primetime game in Denver, that atmosphere. Like, hell yeah, let's go. Yeah. I'd have been to a real football, like an NFL game in so long. So that was exciting. I've never been to Denver Stadium. It was really, really cool. That's definitely like when they say it's a home field advantage, that's a home field. It was loud as balls. And I was high up. And like, it was cool. Um, If they had any kind of offense, they would have. High, high up or? I was high up high. and high. It was everything. <laughs> um, I thought Soldier Field was steep. Holy cow, that top row, I was terrified. I was like literally, because I was kind of, you know, the edibles were kicking in. I was like legit being like holding on to the railing. <laughs> I was kind of nervous. I got to be honest. I was afraid to stand up at first. But Dude, then, you're uh, right about Soldier Field, though, because uh, I remember my brother and I went to a soccer game there one time. And, yeah, I was up there, and I was like, oh, damn. It's steep. Yeah, this was even steeper. Um, But definitely I noticed beer prices. Ooh, they were great. Really? Bud Light for $11, and it was two and a half normal ones. So wow, 30 ounces. It was great. I'll take That's that not all bad. I got a Stella for like 17 Phenomenal. Yeah. So, uh, uh, very you know, I, just, I just saw Brett Coleman on Twitter talking about at uh, SoFi in LA. He just got a four-ounce pour with some like nice whiskey for 22 bucks, And they're... <laughs> He's like, you can't even get this as cheap at a bar. Yeah. yeah. I was like, damn, that's sick. He's definitely uh, like a bourbon whiskey uh, connoisseur. They always have. There's him and, um, God, I want to say like EJ. I'm, I'm miss, I'm, I'm sorry, I apologize. He's a Bears guy. But anyway, Brett Coleman and EJ do a bunch of uh, prospect reviews. I think it's bootleg football. Great, great. If you want to go nerd out, uh, check them out. Um, bootleg football. It's really good on YouTube and stuff. All right. Ooh, Yankees up one. Let's go, baby. Suck it, Verlander. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. All right. You ready to get going, my friend? Hell yeah. We're back. Right. Guys, room We're 619. Off, off vacay mode. Uh, we're here to talk sports, DFS, uh, mostly fantasy, that kind of thing. Um, but we'll mix in here and there. Obviously, we like baseball. We like uh, basketball as we get more into that. But, um, yeah, let's talk our takeaway from last week. Um, year one RBs are killing it. <clears throat> I just want to say for the note, I had mine in first, but Zach is also piggybacking on mine. He he did have it in first. I went to our uh our, our sheet to put my takeaway in, and Dennis already had the same thing I wanted to put. So, so why I don't said you do Walker because that's your guy. Yeah, so for me it was just Brees and Walker in general. Like, you know, everyone says 23 class this, 23 class that. Well, Maybe we took a second and didn't think about the fact that there was two stud ass running backs staring us down the throat at the top of this one. 
yeah. and Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker. Now everybody, you know, knew of Brees and everybody had Brees on one except for me. Fine, cool. But Walker's right there, man. Like I know a lot of people. It, it probably is a stretch for me to call him the one one, but I just love him. But like yeah. for me, like I just still, it's. I've said this so many times. The gap, the consensus gap between the two players, like going into the process, was just mind boggling to me. Like, and the things I love about Walker, mainly, were his. Uh, breaking tackles you know ability to make a guy miss on his own like that that's running back skills that translate straight to the league they require what explosiveness big time right they they require nothing they don't require someone to hit their block they don't you know they require nothing else of anybody else kenneth walker has great straight up running back traits Mm -hmm. and that's what i love and it's already showing like he's like already, you know, right way up there in the rookies for break broken tackles. And he doesn't even have that many, many carries yet. So we're already seeing the dude's game translate. He's getting the full workload now. Sky's the limit. Yeah. So um, in the last two weeks, he is 17 points per game, which on the season would be RB nine in points per game. So obviously incredible right now. You got to roll with him. Um, the thing was, like, what opportunity would he get year one? And clearly, uh, he's going to get a lot now. Um, he was catching some passes, so that's good because that was just an unknown for him. It, it was, you know, like many other running backs, he just wasn't asked to do it. Um, right. But yeah, he definitely is explosive as hell. You've already seen that in the pro level. Um, and he, he's he's just someone that you got to really, really respect. Um, I do still believe in the 23 class, so I don't want to. You know, say like ignore the twenty three class. I don't think that's what you're saying either. You're just, no, you're no. just saying like these year one running backs are here, and like my, you know, Mike Clay has been saying it all summer. Like there's about to be a bunch of running backs that are household names that you don't want any part of, and these guys are coming to push them out the door right now. Right, and and like exactly to piggyback off, well, piggyback off what you said. Not slamming the twenty three class at all. I just mm-hmm. think as a result of the hype, mm-hmm. we overlook this. And this class as a whole, man, you skate past that. You're still looking at, I mean, Olave's been great. Garrett Wilson has flashed. London had a nice start. We still got Jamison coming back. You got Damian Pierce out there. Like, yeah. fantasy-wise, this is a damn good class. And, yeah, wow. So, um, the, the guy, my guy, I loved Brees. I'm so happy I have a share of him. Um, I have a share of Walker as well, but Brees is RB8 on the season points per game, which is phenomenal. Uh, every game, he's been, like, legit. He's had um, over 60 yards in every game, and these last couple, he's just been killing it. Um, he had 200 yards two weeks ago, had 100 yards last week. He scored a touchdown in four, uh, four out of his last five games. He's just – he's everything you want in a running back right now. He's a must-start. Uh, just like Kenneth Walker is right now. Um, Dude, and so, that play they schemed up for him this week was sick. Hey, if you like football porn, you need to watch that. I, oh I watched God. it on Twitter like four times in a row just to like make sure I like knew everything that was going down to see it progress. Was, it was just so cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull it, I'll pull out the guy, but I forget who he was. But he's like literally it was like a trap with like a counter and like a wham. All together, like it was like, but then three they had the receiver coming around he on the reverse, pitched. so yeah, it looked like 
It, it was wild. Brees said that if he wanted to, he could pitch to the uh, wide receiver coming out. Oh, of the that's awesome. Yeah, but he said I had the hole and I knew I had it, and he had the explosiveness to, the explosiveness oh, absolutely. to get away from everybody, clearly, because he scored on it. Um, but, yeah, so I think Brees is just – he's that guy right now. Um, I saw – Speaking of hype and overhype, I saw on Keep Trade Cut, he's the number one dynasty running back. Let's uh, I've heard that, seen multiple people with that already. But yeah, but on Keep Trade Cut, he's legit. Because like, if you're unfamiliar, like when you log onto that website, they'll give you three players. You have to Keep Trade Cut. And sometimes it'll be like Lamar, Mahomes, Allen. You know what I mean? Like, and you got to make your decision. So like, I think that's a little bit too early. I don't, I mean, it's been six games. So it's right, you know, but he's showing you exactly what you want to see uh, from you know this first year running back. Um, the last guy, you already, uh, another guy you already mentioned, him, Pierce. He's RB ten on the season in points per game. He's looked phenomenal. He's been angry runs guy. He's been that dude in that limited role in Florida, and in a bigger role, he's just eight. Um, so he's he's killing it. And then the last guy, um, I'm counting him as a year one, year one running back because uh, Ben Simmons won Rookie of the Year his second <laughs> year because he missed the first year, and it's ETN. ETN has been absolutely phenomenal. You're going to hear a lot about him today, so I'm not going to say too much. But and his last... from here on out, like we're never going to shut up. Yeah, I mean, we both love him. Um, <laughs> 13.6 points per game the last two weeks, which would be RB19, and we'll get into why that number should be way higher. But um, – yeah, year one running backs are just – they're here to stay, man. I think i think you got to uh, – if you're a dynasty and you're not going to win it, I think you got to try to get one of these guys if you can because I don't know how, but you got to try. Uh, right, yeah. and un- honestly, so you you and I just took over uh, an orphan team in the, the yards per dynasty, and we were talking about trying to make a move for Walker because we're tanking. Um mm-hmm. And then it was like that week Penny got hurt. And it was like, well, there goes that. <laughs> right. it, was, it, was, it was such a good idea. Best laid plans, right? Um, but yeah, year one running backs. That was both of our takeaways just because it's definitely where our minds clearly drifted. Like, and I think like it's blown away. Yeah. It's more, way more than I expected. Way more than I expected about Brees. I did not see. And I loved Brees. I didn't think he would right. be this early. Right. Yeah, just you overall want... super, super, super impressed with the two of them specifically. Like, yeah, and that was their must start, right? And we we love them. We love both players, and the fact that they're blowing us away like this is just like wow. Yeah, yeah, they're a hundred percent translating in like the most optimal way that we could have projected, in my opinion. You love to see it. Yep. All right. Why don't you get to your look ahead game for a week? Um, Going a little contrarian. I'm doing Jets Broncos. Um, I'm, I know, right? So first of all, I want to see mainly. I want to see this Jets offense versus like a real defense. Um, Broncos defense is phenomenal, right? Like way, way stinking good. And so I, can. I'm still not. Zach Wilson's not good. Like I know, I know he's out he's here. Bad. I. How many passes did he throw last week? I don't know. I, don't, I didn't like watching. I'll be honest. I'll be I'll I'll be honest. I didn't watch him play, so I I box score saw this one. But it was like it's just not impressive. So I I but he's I haven't killing, seen the film. He's killing Garrett Wilson. Right. Yeah. Uh, Elijah Moore had zero targets last week. Oh God. 
I feel so bad for the like I didn't I liked Wilson more than uh I like yeah more than uh more so much coming into this year but I didn't think it would be like zero like god damn right. <laughs> like their, their run game's been clicking they've been scheming yeah. up some good stuff to get the offense going so I'm mm-hmm. I want to see what what they put up against a good defense um flip side you know what the hell's gonna happen with Russ and if he's not gonna play I'm curious to see what, what it looks like from there Jesus he's bad man it's weird it's really really weird what's going on okay so it's extremely strange so I went to bed a little bit after halftime of that game and I had I played Broncos plus six it was a close game so I was like I, I feel pretty good about this so I was, I was tired so I went to bed and then I woke up and saw it was a three-point game. Well, I was like, oh, yeah, about what I expected. But then I saw the stat of Russ in, like, the second half and overtime. I was like, what? Was it, like, three for 11 or something? Yeah, we'll get to that. That's in book. Oh, God. But, yeah, it's uh, – yeah, I, I definitely am curious to see what the Jets do against this phenomenal defense that's been shutting down everybody. Um, and then the flip side, you know, Jets just made the Packers look pretty inept. And- right. I know the Packers haven't begun this year, but I mean the Broncos have been really bad. Um, so I'm very, very curious. Patrick Sutan, I think, has given up like a hundred yards or something like that. Oh, he's been incredible. Defender. He's insane. I couldn't believe how that wasn't pass interference on that Mike Williams play in the first half. But like literally, it wasn't. He was like he had hands on him, but he wasn't adjusting him. He was just literally like teach tape all over him. Yeah. All over him. Like he was just blanketed. Like he has a position to play too. And so um He's insane. That's been really good. It's just they have really good safeties. Justin Simmons. Um, it's just yeah, that's that's solid, a perfect way to describe that is that they have a position to play too, and yeah. so many fl- flags. This is like I've bitched about this a lot lately, but a way underthrown ball and the defender gets called for pass interference when the when the receiver runs straight back through them to get the ball. Like what the fuck are you supposed to do? It's like the the lower when the running back lowers his helmet and initiates head to helmet to helmet. That never gets called either. That's yeah. just as dangerous. That's giving concussions to defensive players too. Like that needs to be called. Like get that out of the game. Nobody wants that. So um, yeah, I agree. I definitely you know we could it's take like, a yeah they about they're often. trying to do a job too and they have right. a job. So it's like God Lee. So that's good. That was two teams we haven't really talked about in these look ahead games. I kind of chose mine. Because I also feel like Browns at Ravens, we haven't really talked a lot about these two teams, but low-key, especially the Browns have been surprising. And then the Ravens are just kind of continuing the weird 2021 season again. Um, So I got some stats. So obviously Chubb's been a monster. Um, Good for his managers. RB3 points per game. Kind of got shut down last week, but uh, he's still been killing it. Lamar, QB2 points per game. Love seeing that. We We love Lamar and Hopefully he gets kind of paid big time. Um, Mandrews, tight end two in points per game. And even more impressive, he's flux 13 in points per game in full PPR scoring. Um, I got to take the L on that one. I've never been a Mandrews guy, but I feel like I got to just take the L big time. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. he's stinking good. Yeah. So a lot of, you know, it's got that stars, which is nice. You know, those set it and forget it players. But then both are bottom 10 defenses in yards per game overall. Um, and then they're kind of like weird. So Baltimore is really bad versus the pass, 28th, 8th versus the run. 
that's not good for Cleveland. Mm. <laughs> um, but then on the other side, Cleveland is 26th versus the run, 19th versus the pass. So maybe a lot of Lamar running. I'm not really sure how this game's going to play out. I'm just very, very curious. Um, I do like Njoku. He's in my cash lineup. Um, he was almost one of my locks for this week. And then Baltimore minus six, total 45.5. I'm just very, very curious about this game and how it's going to play out. Uh, one thing I've got for this. Um, initially, I was interested in Amari Cooper. I was looking mm-hmm. at his game log, and it's like one of those things that feels silly, but the four home games he's crushed, the two away games he has not, and he hasn't even gotten target. Like he's the targets are like some substantially different too. And now this, then I thought about it, this goes back to the Cowboys. And I think it goes further back to the Raiders, even that at home he crushes. And I think this is the third team it happens on. Now I know it was at least with the, with the Cowboys. So maybe he doesn't like to travel. Right. I don't know. <laughs> Weird. Like maybe there's some the comfort of home for him, like you know. But no, I I had heard the stats after the first three home games, and then going into last week that like he crushes at home, like just be prepared. And so yeah, it's very very weird. Um, his splits like that. That's like the home Ben versus road Ben with Roethlisberger a couple years ago, right? A couple years ago, probably now. Um, yeah, that's weird. But yeah, so you know, Chubb. I mean, Saquon was kind of shut down. Uh. You know, versus Baltimore. So I don't know. It's, I'm just very, very, very curious. Most curious uh, about this game. I'm in, I'm intrigued in Lamar as like a, a naked QB in GPP. I can see that. He kind of burned me last week, but <laughs> I I made a lot of bad decisions last week. We could just move on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I got. You ready to move on to locks for the week? Let's do it. All right, so my top lock is C.D. Lamb. I'm guessing he's going to be very, very chalky. Um, 6.8K versus Detroit. Uh, Detroit has been a fantasy uh, Santa Claus, to put it one way. Um, 26 versus the pass, 32nd in points allowed, 34 game. God damn. <laughs> um, Dak is back, so that's definitely helpful, although it didn't really affect C.D. too much. Um, I just it's, it is important. I think that your QB one is back. Schultz is he he's, he's just playing through a knee injury, so I don't think he's going to be the guy he was last week last year where he caught I think like eighty plus passes. Like he was, he was a, a legit, target machine. Yeah, he was a legit uh, player. Um, and then it should be a shootout because Detroit always is in a shootout. So I just I, I like CD a lot. His price isn't too crazy and allows you to still kind of get up a lot of those other like six to seven K players. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm in lockstep with you here. I love CD this week. Same reasons you mentioned shitty defense. He's a primary target. He's still cheap. He like, yeah, even without getting a touchdown, he's, you know, been putting up into the mid teens and he's just been consistent and he's got a lot of touchdown equity and he doesn't need the touchdowns to like, to make you happy. Yeah, 100%. Do you want to do your one, or do you want me to do all three of mine? Uh, just hit them all. Go ahead. Okay. The other one kind of makes sense to do second. It's Sun God. Um, that's my guy. Uh, he's, he's 7.1K versus Dallas. Um, 
obviously Dallas's defense is legit. You know, Micah Parsons might be defensive player of the year. Um, but Detroit has the whole, has the O line to really hold up versus that rush. It's not going to be like, you know, when they played the Rams or you know when they played some of these the commanders, <laughs> commanders with shitty O lines. Like Detroit has legit. You know, they go toe to toe with the Eagles as far as the best O line. Excuse me. Um, he's fully practicing, so you don't have to worry about his health. So that's a big thing. While Chark and Reynolds did not practice, it was so a good time by he, week for them for him right, specifically. Yeah. So he could be getting a lot of targets. Etn, I mean not Etn, sorry. Um, Swift is still limited. Uh, I'm guessing he plays, uh, but I don't know. So again, it should be featuring Sun God in a big time role. Um, he moves around a lot, so he'll get plenty of time away for you know Javon Diggs. If you're worried about that, not that you really should be. He gives up as much as he takes away. Um, and then. I w- I'm just not worried about that New England game. He barely played. He was on a pitch count. I think it was 32% of snaps, and that was with them not having their typical um, volume of offensive snaps because they just really struggled in that game. Um, so yeah, I'm that was really- just one of those weird ones where everything, their whole script just got ripped into shreds, and you just kind of are winging it. Yeah, so I'm not really worried about that. Uh, I think the Sun God will be fine. I think he has shown that he can be that dude this year. Uh, you know, he's still, I think, top 10 in points per game uh, among wide receivers. So I, I'm not I'm not worried about him at all for 7-1. Um, and plus, I like doing the runbacks. I'd rather pick a couple games to be right about, even if it's in cash, just because the NFL is fucking weird. And so mm-hmm. you never know what's going to happen. Um, last guy mentioned he's going to be all throughout this show. It's ETN. Uh, he's still only 5,400 which is wonderful. Wow. I love going cheap at running back because I feel like wide receiver is a little bit more, uh, you know, ceiling play. Um, so 50, 5,400. So you don't need, you don't need them to go off. Uh, they're weirdly favorites against the five and one giants. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that, but anyway, his last two weeks, 25 touches, 222 yards, nearly nine yards a touch. Um, Dougie P is absolutely a fool in losing games for not feeding him more. Uh, he could have easily exploded last game with Larry getting two short rushing touchdowns. Um, ETN had a carry right before one of Larry's touchdowns. That could have, you know, if he hits that, he would have been in the high teens. Um, so I definitely see that's happening. I see him getting around 100 yards, and I'm hoping that he gets a touchdown. And honestly, he could be a slate breaker. Um, that That hasty run. Could have easily been ETN. Yep. Uh, you know, any NFL running back could have scored on that. Um, and it's just, it, he's got like 12 and 13 touches the last two weeks. It just doesn't make sense. We'll get the to it snaps, later. The snaps are starting to come for him. He's starting to out snap J Rob. The touches are slowly picking up. But goddamn, this dude passes the eye test. Yeah. I mean, just watch him freaking play, dude. Oh, we my Atlanta. He said it all offseason. This guy's the best player on their team in skill in the skill position. He deserves to be featured based on his game. He deserves to be featured based on his pedigree. They are losing gains by not feeding him more, in my opinion. And so I, I just eventually like logic has to win out, in my opinion. And I just yeah, think this could I be agree. the week. <clears throat> I think uh, the Jags are favored still because of one home and then two. Their point differential is still like plus twenty four, even though they're mm-hmm. two and four, and the Giants yeah. are five and one with like a plus fourteen. Yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, I um I, I like him a lot, and I've been going cheap at running back, and it's been that part of my game hasn't been killing me. It's been the rest of it. Weirdly, QB, <laughs> I can't I can't find a QB to play. I screw it up every week. Ugh. All right, hit me with your locks. Okay, I'm I'm just hit, hitting with the trio of running backs that I'm playing this week, and first one for me is Mr. Eckler, and he's expensive, Ooh. and I haven't Jeez. really been playing the expensive running backs this year, but I think it's time. Um, he's been good. Eight point three versus. He's going against Seattle now. Going into last week, Seattle was last in the league in rushing at one hundred seventy a game. Now I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't have the number on me now for what that is. They didn't exactly get gashed by Arizona, but without, you know, Connor and stuff, it wasn't exactly, even with Connor, it's not the, you know, the most threatening rushing attack. Uh, give me, so give me Eckler here. Uh, John Kelly just got hurt. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I got that. Um, they're second worst. So 31st in the league by two yards behind Detroit now. Still 170, 167 yards per game rushing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, eight three for Eckler. He's getting he's getting the work now and he's getting a ton of catches too. They're really dumping it to him. He has four or more catches in every game, and he has four he's games. He's scoring touchdowns. He's starting to score now. He has four games this year with six or more catches. Damn. Yeah. So and also That's such a good floor. Three his past three games. Last week against Denver, twenty-four point three. Two weeks ago against Cleveland, thirty-eight point nine. Three weeks ago against Houston, thirty-four point nine. And now he gets the Seattle defense who can't defend against the run. Uh sign me no. the fuck up. No, that's a good call. Hundred percent. Um, number two for me is Josh Jacobs, which like for me is a guy. Have I ever played Josh Jacobs in DFS? No. Maybe in like a GPP once in a game stack. Probably it, but maybe not even that. <laughs> um, no, he's unsexy. He's 6-5 this week. However, playing Houston. Do you still have that list pulled up? Yeah. Where's Houston? Because they suck too against the is run. is 30th versus the run. <laughs> Nailed it. A one yard worse than, uh, or I guess better. Than Seattle, they're 164 yards per game. So once again, another team who can't stop the run. Uh, Jacobs has two weeks in a row now where he's gotten 21 or more carries. He is also catching passes three games in a row. He's caught five. He's scoring touchdowns. They're giving him the rock. They're giving it to him in the red zone. They're really not giving Zemir White and Brandon Bolden that much run. Like it's Josh Jacobs' backfield right now. Yeah. Um. I mean, who the hell knows? It could be all twists up this week because Josh McDaniels does what Josh McDaniels wants. But yeah, given everything I said before that comment, I love the play. No, hundred <laughs> percent. Lastly, he's been really, really good. Lastly, is my boy Kenneth Walker. He's five eight and he's playing the Chargers. Um, twenty third. They're twenty third. I knew they weren't like stout run defender but it's not even about the matchup here it's about the workhorse for under 6k he was three yards away last week from his 100 yard bonus um he scored a sick touchdown he dropped the hezzy on that defender and just just left him for left him for dead 
Yeah, was awesome. he didn't have he didn't have a chance. He was at the goal line. He had to make a decision based on the hezzy, and he went inside. And Walker's like, "Okay, I'll zoom outside and beat you easy." Dude, he looks like Le'Veon sometimes when he runs. He looks. I mean, I think I feel like he's just more explosive than like Le'Veon. But maybe I'm just remembering old Le'Veon. But he's. I just, just mean in the in the like the fluidness and like that, like with that hezzy move. And then the way he did the hop and the go, that was like so Le'Veon Michigan state too. Yeah, you're right. But, um, yeah, workhorse back. He's, he's getting all the touches in a game. That's probably going to have a lot of points. So sign me up. He even caught a couple of passes and still Bonus. cheap. I right. picked him. You got, you beat me to the punch on him. He would have been a lock over ETN. Um, but yeah, he's, he's yeah, he's ninety six k. Like that's insane for a guy who's gonna get the workload that he will. Kenny three sticks. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta pick him. He's gonna be mad chalk. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm here for it. Yeah, especially cash. That's what we're talking about here. So those are my three, um, my cash lineup. I like it. If man. nothing, no, if no big injury stuff rolls through, those are my three running backs. Yeah. I definitely like um, Njoku a lot at tight end for 4-2. I kind of like going cheap there. And then quarterback, I don't fucking know. Don't trust me. If I, I like <laughs> Carr, so I'll probably don't pick Carr. <laughs> I think I'm playing GQ. Oh, God, he's so annoying. I know. <laughs> All right. Um, but anyway, you know who was cooking last week was Ayuk. He did a good oh, game. Oh, yeah, he was. Speaking of cooking, we got a catcher. Hitting it inside the park home run in the playoffs. Whack. Let's go, baby. JT Real Muto. Have yourself a day. Uh, way to beat the Braves. That's always cool. I love baseball randomness. I know people are like, oh, I wanted Mets and Dodgers and Yankees and Astros. I'm like, no, give me all the upsets. I love it. I love it all. Yeah, I, same. So I'm happy for him. Uh, I've always been a fan. He was a fantasy when I still did fantasy baseball. I always loved getting him. Um, so good for him. I'm happy for him. Um, here you go. The last person to hit uh, inside the park in that stadium in Philly. And actually in the playoffs. Your boy. It's your boy. Chase Utley? It is. Um, Let's I go. Saw the clip. They, <laughs> they showed a clip, whatever TV show I was watching one time, or I think I was watching... I think I was watching the next game and then they were talking about it and they said the last one, they should hit the exact same spot of that wall. Yeah. That's a money. Spot. It just, it just ricochets it completely across the outfield. That's great. I love that so much. Um, last cooking is the, uh, Nola bros. You want to take this one, Zach? I do because I'm watching <clears throat> the, uh, Phillies and Padres and they're talking about, well, Aaron Nola's pitching. You know, he's really good. Cy Young candidate. Um, his He's pitching for the Phillies. Cool thing, his brother Austin Nola is the catcher for the Padres. So they keep showing the parents in the stands. <laughs> and it's like, man, that's got to... God, that's got to be so weird. I know, um, right? <laughs> but like, either way, one of your kids is going the World Series. That's cool as hell. But yeah. so earlier in this game... Phillies are at four nothing and Nola's cruising. Well, he gave up um, two solo shots, and then in the next inning, they started a little rally. <clears throat> and there's a guy in first, and then here comes his brother Austin Nola to bat, 
and they had an epic at bat that went um i want to say it went to a full count mm-hmm. um and he just ripped one to the right gap um on a hit and run and the guy scored from first and playoff baseball it was places going bananas it was so cool and then after that a couple batters later juan soto knocked in austin nola off of aaron nola to tie the game and now the phillies phillies are or sorry padres are up eight five so things are looking good like they're gonna hold this one out it was just a really cool moment and uh i'm team padres now man let's go I'm so salty because I love the Padres all season. And me and my brother-in-law did a big, uh, you know, futures bet on who was going to win the World Series. We kind of decided together. And basically, like, we didn't like – we hate the Astros, so no. We hate the Dodgers, so no. And, like, we both were like, let's go Padres. But then the Tatis news happened. We are like, well, uh, no. can we really trust this? And so we went with the Yankees. But I wish I would have picked Padres. Oh, I'm I'm about to put a future on them tomorrow. Yeah. For like $11 or something stupid. Let's go. All right. Uh, Tatis situation, that's booking. Speaking of booking, Russell Wilson. Broncos country. Let's cry. <laughs> Let's cry. You know what? I don't think it needs to be Russell Wilson. It's just Russ. Russell just Westbrook. Russ. Russ. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so that stat you were alluding to um, – so in the first half, it looked like, oh, Russ is cooking. It's back. You know, he had that big touchdown, which really was just a defensive coverage blown. But he still hit it, right? So good for him. He was um, looking good before that, too, though. I mean, he was yeah. legit hitting guys, running around, making plays. He was looking good. Right. And then all of a sudden, it's like the the carriage turned back into a pumpkin on him. And uh, he went three for 11 for 15 yards, zero touchdowns. <laughs> in 30 minutes and then what like another like eight minutes in overtime like not it's great. a hammy bro not great bob and yeah and then he's another injury now like okay man <laughs> like i'm sure <laughs> like maybe you are and fuck me right or maybe like nobody's 100 percent, and you're just like yeah i'm hurt it just did seems like see... it was a... did you hear you the, the the tweet from um to, uh Hold on, you, you said what you are going to say. I'll pull up the tweet. Marshawn. No. Did you see what Marshawn said? No. He was on Richard Sherman's podcast, I guess, and said uh, something along the lines of alluding to once Russ got big time, like none of his teammates even had his personal number anymore. Like you had to go through his manager to talk to him. Really? Who's the other? His like, own teammates. Enough? That's crazy. Who's the other big NFL guy? Not Shefty. Who's the other one? Um, oh, Rappaport. Thank you. Give me a sec. But yeah, I, I, at first you were kind of like, I don't know, is it Russ or is it everyone else? But dude, it's it's Russ. It's Russ. Um. Yeah, he had a tweet that was clearly from I can't find it right now, but clearly he it was his agent gave it to Rappaport, and I was just like, he's really hurt this time. They literally said that, <laughs> like, "Oh, the last one was a made-up one." Um, right, but uh, it was it was very much you could tell. It's like something like, that's like something Trump would do. Right, like because that's what happens. Agents talk to these NFL insiders, right? Because then that they get future information, right? 
So I, I get the game that's being played, but it was just so clearly it's from Russell's agent <laughs> that uh, he sucks right now and they're trying to find something. Because like we've said, um, that offense isn't working and it's killing this defense and they gave him a quarter of a billion dollars and traded, I think, two first-round picks. Um, it's not great, Bob. No, not at all. Uh, next one, uh, another guy who is easy to laugh at, Ben Simmons. So he was at a Nets, uh, you know, kind of like promo thing where it's like all guys, a bunch of fans and all the players just kind of like shooting the shit, right? And like they're like walking by. I was like someone had it on their phone or whatever. He's just walking by and he grabs like a bouncy ball and he turns, like <laughs> flips it up from like in the paint. Like it was like an eight footer and just like horribly airballs it by like over a foot. Like it was like I could have like I'm the worst basketball player ever. I could have done better than that. Like it was, I just, I don't understand it. I I find it hard to believe that if you forced me to shoot a thousand three pointers a day or, you know, whatever, I I could do better than him. Zach, I'm going to give you $25 million to be the best basketball player ever. Could you make your free throws? (laughs) in, in, In a couple months, you're goddamn right. I could. He's had years. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's ridiculous. This this has been his life since, like, probably like like a a 13 year old. He's been like six two and like the best basketball player. He's in in the gym. um, Right. He can't make a basket. It's the weirdest thing in the world. If I if I went to the gym every day and shot 200 free throws for a month, I'd probably already be better. It's got to be in his head. Like he's 100. And then I can't. I can't. Yeah. It's so weird. Um. Yeah. I just. I don't. I don't know. It's like the. It's like the. Um. What's his. What's his fucking. Mike Singletary can't win. Can't win with him. Can't play with him. (laughs) It's like I don't know. I don't know what you do with him. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want any part of it. Um. (laughs) Last one is a Washington Commanders fan. Want to take this one, Zach? Yeah, I saw a headline. Um, Commanders had the old fifty-fifty raffle going at the game. You know, pretty pretty common sports sports event thing. Some fan won about fourteen thousand dollars, and awesome. And the the check bounced. Woo. Only the commanders, right? Actually, Woo. I lied. Maybe the Raiders. I was about to say the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's so Washington Commanders right now. Just everything they touch turns to fucking ash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of Mark Davis being cheap, when I was. Uh, and in Canton for Hall of Fame weekend, mm. a couple of the Jags fans I was hanging out with they they said the the day before I had got there they were there and they were out to dinner or something. Where were they? At? I think they're just at like a wing stop, and they just looked over and there's just Mark Davis chilling, just eating, like just like a total normal, just such a just such a normie. Why well, I can't believe it wasn't PF Chang's. That's his place. <laughs> but yeah that's just so funny oh i can't believe he didn't hit us with the super semi-pro line oh i think you're gonna need a bigger bank <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll try that <laughs> he's high in something <laughs> um but yeah man the kitus um, but yeah, man, that's just you can't you can't be like a five billion dollar franchise, wherever the hell that franchise is worth, 
you can't be that franchise and bounce a 14k check like come on man um from some weird country called lithuania he's scary <laughs> as shit <Ver-kitis>. <laughs> i'm trying to like the the skippy boots He's got a hot sister. <laughs> <laughs> we just traded our washing machine for him. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a Guan movie. Speaking of Guans, Jordan Poyer. Already like an all-pro or second-team all-pro safety. Like, he's incredible, right? So he's a little banged up. He's got that rib thing that, uh, you know, Watson had when he was still playing and not, you know, coming all over his masseuses. God um, damn it. Uh, he's not cleared to fly, right? So what does he do? The football guy he is, he drives 15 hours to Kansas City to play in the game, and they get the Poor W. Guy. Mostly because their defense, in my opinion. I mean, you oh, hold, yeah, you hold Mahomes 20 points. That's that's a defense win. Um, so good for can you, take, man. This is this is incredible. But can we take a half a second in the Tua Tua story? To maybe question the fact that while this dude's brain got rattled 18 times, they flew him around the country 12 more times to talk to 18 different doctors. <laughs> Dude, the Miami quarterback situation the last couple of weeks has been the most frustrating situation as like a manager of Tua in the world. Yeah. All right, I'm going to get on my soapbox for just a minute and then I'll stop. Anyway, I have Tua, 3-0, killing it, top points in my dynasty league, right? Super flex. He goes down. Shit. All right. Well, I'm going to get Teddy because this upcoming schedule is pretty easy, right? So I trade for Teddy. He gets hurt next game. Okay, cool. So that's two L's in a row because I lost my quarterback. All right. Well, Skyler's going to come in and Teddy could be is as active as the backup because, like, clearly he was not concussed. He just wasn't. He was not concussed. He got sacked. He just got sacked. I was like, damn, that hurt. And the guy's like, nope, you're wobbling. You're a Miami quarterback. We're not falling for this shit again. And they cleared him, took him out for the game, which sucks, right? I was this close. I had him in my lineup Sunday morning. I'm like, dude, he's going to come back in because Skylar Thompson's going to suck. And then he'll get some points, right? I'm like, nope, that's too risky, blah, blah, blah. I'll look like an idiot, right? Take him out. I was so freaking mad. Teddy coming in, scoring 20 points. I would have won my matchup again. But anyway, there I lost the last few weeks. I, I think 100% because the Miami quarterback situation and everyone getting in their feelings about like these grown men making decisions and these doctors making protocol decisions like, okay, you can put your tinfoil hat on if you want, but then in the day, like these are the people with all the information and they're making these, these decisions. Like maybe it's not a conspiracy. Maybe like either the protocols aren't good enough, which they did get changed, or maybe they just weren't concussed. Like, I don't know. It's just frustrating. I don't, for me, it doesn't even have to be a conspiracy. It could also be as simple as maybe someone just messed up. Yeah. Like, yeah. one person could have just made a bad call at one point. You know what I mean? It doesn't and have to be them, like, trying to purposefully screw him over or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, people are calling for, like, Mike McDaniels to be fired after this, <laughs> during, like, during the Cincinnati game. It's like, dude. Yeah. Like, let's calm down for a second. Like, one, concussions are not linear. There's dudes that have come back in the game, been fine for days, and then, like, on Thursday, start exhibiting symptoms like dizziness and nausea. Like, there's some people that take a couple days to recover from a 
concussion, and there's some people that miss like a year plus from a concussion. Like, not every concussion is exactly the same. Plus, like, we don't really know what the fuck we're talking about. So, like, right. I don't know. It's just, it's very, very, people are very, very uh, reactive. And then they make a big feeling having very little information because they see it on TV. Right. They see it on TV, so they know everything now. Okay. All right. I know. I probably just made people mad. Padres won, and I hit my bat. Good job, Zach. I'm proud of you. You should be. (laughs) You bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that does it here. I got nothing else for you. No, I hit you with the bitch. That's all I got. Yeah, I'm a bitch. Goodbye, everyone. (laughs) Got you.